G'day guys, it's Meredith here from Upbound and welcome to Small Biz Bites, a bite-sized podcast for small businesses looking for big marketing ideas. So today we're looking at the question, why do I need to post regularly on social media? Like, why should I bother? Isn't it just noise? We have so many small businesses that talk to us about this and to be honest, as a marketer, we get it. We know the power of regular daily social media posting for your business, but Sometimes it can be a little bit hard to explain it in practical terms to a small business owner. And I get it, like it can be really confusing and daunting and it looks like a heck of a lot of work for very little return on investment. But I had a bit of an aha moment the other day um, as to how I can kind of explain it visually in a way that would make a lot of sense and makes it really tangible for small business owners. So without further ado, let me show you how it works. Now, for those of you listening, I am going to be using Google Maps for this one. And we've all used Google Maps before, so use your imagination and see if you can play along at home. Those of you on a computer and watching this via video, I'm going to go to Google Maps and we're going to look at Sydney CBD. Now, you can go to any central business district, any major city that you choose. This is just one that I know particularly well, having worked in Sydney CBD. Um, but yeah, and just bear with me on this concept. It will make more sense as we go along. So I'm zooming right in to the main part of Sydney CBD. So I'm talking about George Street, Pitt Street, Hunter Street, that whole intersection there. Now I'm going to search nearby. I'm going to look for McDonald's. So what I'm about to introduce to you is what I call the Macca's theory of social media marketing, or McDonald's for those who aren't used to Australian slang. So, on the map, what we can see is there are about, oh, at least 10 McDonald's outlets within the CBD. And if you look closer, we're going to pick, say, three. We've got, say, one in the Strand Arcade. We've got one in that's referred to as McDonald's Sydney, must be the big one. And then you've got one at Pitt and Park Street. But needless to say, there's a lot of McDonald's within the CBD. A lot of them within about a 10 minute walk for each other. Now, if you're any restaurant in any part of the world, why on earth would you open up 10 outlets or more within a 10 minute walk of each other? Like on face value, that seems like really excessive. The staffing, the stock, the management, the overheads, why on earth would you open 10 McDonald's outlets within a 10 minute walk? And this is where the relationship with social media comes in. So there are three main reasons why Maccas would put that many restaurants within the one place. First one, density of potential sales. Now the population of Sydney is about 4 million. Now I'm not saying all 4 million are walking up and down George Street at once, but needless to say, there is a lot of potential customers roaming around this business district at various times of the day. So within this space, the space being the CBD, Macca's knows that they have a lot of potential customers roaming around. A lot of them are going to be hungry at different times of the day. And so they've essentially flooded this space with their brand in an attempt to get as much skin in the game as possible. Which brings me to the next thing, high competition. If Macca's wants to utilize this space and really bring business into their brand, They've also got to recognize the fact that they've got a hell of a lot of competition within this interse intersection of streets. There's boutique franchises, there's 
sumo salads, there's hotels, there's motels, there's corner shops, there's sushi bars. There is a lot of competition for the consumer dollar within this space. So again, they need a lot of skin in the game if they want to compete with these guys and get people in their doors. And the third one is access. So they're relatively spread out as well. So the idea is that you the McDonald's as a brand can stay top of mind no matter which direction anyone's walking in and around the city. The theory being that the minute that hunger strikes or the minute that little thought bubble enters someone's head that says, you know what, I could grab something to eat, there's a Macca's right around the corner that can do that for you. So density of potential sales, high competition and access. That is why McDonald's has opened up multiple outlets within a 10 minute walk. Um, now, it wouldn't make sense for this to happen if we were talking about outer suburbs of Newcastle or outer suburbs of Melbourne. Um, the only reason they've done this is because, again, the volume of potential sales within this small space and the volume of competition that they need to beat. So how does this relate to social media and how can this impact your business? Well, again, let's look at huge population density, which in turn means high potential for sales. Now, worldwide, there are over 2.01 billion monthly active Facebook users as of June 2017. Now, I'm not going to say that all of them are going to be interested in your retail brand or your restaurant, or not all of them are going to be relevant to you if you're a location-based business or if you're an online retailer, but a fair chunk of those are up for grabs as your potential customers. So, Instagram. Instagram has 700 million monthly active users. So there's a lot of people within the social media space that have the potential to become your customer. So very high stakes. There's also a lot of competition on Facebook, number two. This is how this is how it also can relate to you and your business. Now, I think I'd you'd be very hard pushed to tell me that in your business, your competition isn't on Facebook or isn't on Instagram. Um, if you feel like you're a competition, it like okay, so maybe your immediate competitors might be. And if you're a hairdressing salon in a small town, your competing salon that's the opposite end of the main street might not be on social media, and that's fine. Um, but that's one competitor out of an array of not just direct competitors but indirect competitors. So you've also got things like if again using the example of a hairdresser, you've got bottle color that's sold out of chemists or shopping or um, Woolworths or you've got mobile hairdressers that will go to people's houses. So once you start thinking beyond the competitors you can see immediately standing at the front of your shop, you'll quickly realise that there is a hell of a lot of competition that is already maximising this space. Now if you are in an incredibly niche corner of the world industry that isn't on Facebook, that's an even better reason to get on there and get ahead of the curve because you can lay bets that if you get complacent about not bringing your business into social media, one day a competitor will and they'll have, have the jump on you. So for your business, huge population density, high potential for sales and your competition. Two very important reasons for you to be on social media. And the third is access. So social media is very much for the here and now where a website is a great way to index evergreen content so and use it as a point of reference for your business whether that be price lists or products and services or competitions or um, locations and outlets social media is very much here and now so think about a business you might have might be following on social media and have a really good think about how many times you may have scrolled through their timeline further back than a couple of weeks 
I'd imagine it's probably not very far. So you really only want to know what you can do, see, learn or visit on their, well, to do with their business right now. So if it helps to kind of think about social media for business as a river and your business and all the other businesses on social media are fish. So if someone's looking to go fishing in a river, you want to make sure, and you want your fish caught, you want to make sure that river is full of your fish. So the minute someone gets the idea in the head they're going fishing, your fish is the one they're going to catch. Because as all the fish are pouring past them, just the same as all the businesses are appearing on their social media feed and they're scrolling through, the more times your business appears in front of them, the more chances you have of being the one they click when they're ready to take it one step further. So let's just backtrack and sum up. First, you need to recognize that social media, Facebook and Instagram, is a space that holds a huge amount of potential customers. It's the new CBD for businesses on a global scale. It's where everybody is. And whilst that will probably change, so maybe in two years time, Facebook won't be leading the pack, maybe it'll be Instagram. But whether it's A or B social media account, needless to say, this is the current frontier for where people are looking to shop and engage with businesses and find out more and research. Social media is like word of mouth on steroids because they can hear about businesses through people that aren't directly related to the business. Um, you need to be aware your competition has already set up shop, so you need to go all in and position yourself with the greatest chances. And you need to create content posts regularly so as to maximise your chances for your audience noticing you as they're scrolling around. That way when they're ready to do, buy, know or go, you're the one they, they turn to to take that next step. So you're probably thinking, where to from here? Well, that's good. Um, it means that you've understood all this and you can see how it can directly relate to your business. Um, but we can only really cover so much in one episode. That's the whole point of these being little snackable episodes. But there is something that you can do right now to get started. We've got three sort of ready-to-go tips that you can take on board right now and start putting into action for your business. So the first is, number one, follow your industry leaders on Facebook and Instagram. So if you're a hairdressing salon, find what are Tony and Guy doing on Instagram? If you're a clothing retailer, what are the country roads and the queues and the one, partic one particular one that I love is Aaron um, Williams. They've got a beautiful Instagram account. What are they doing? How often do they post? What kind of engagement do they get? What kinds of content do they post? Start looking at your industry benchmarkers through the lens of social media and marketing and see what you can do to copy, tweak and paste into your own business. Um, number two, start thinking about what kind of content you can create that's similar and that you have a genuine interest in. It could be creating, creating photography or graphics or infographics. You may want to do a podcast or blogging. It should be something that you genuinely warm to um, as your first one and then you can branch out into others but it should always aim to serve, not sell. Don't look at it as an opportunity to do a hard sell. Serve them content, ideas, inspiration, education, knowledge, behind the scenes stuff. Serve, don't sell. And the third thing you can do right now is figure out who your target market is. So this will give you an idea as to what the people that are most likely to buy from your business want to see, want to do, want to know, or where they want to go. You really want to get a solid understanding of your target market so then you know what to say and how to say it in a way that's going to resonate with them. 
Now, for those that have stuck around to the end, we do have a free target market workbook in the show notes of this podcast, or if you're on YouTube, just click the link in the comments. Um, and that'll sort of help you tease out the idea of who your target market is beyond Jane, 23, lives in XYZ suburb. You want to know what she's interested in, what's going on in her life, what does she like, what issues is she passionate about, what, what are her soapbox issues, what's, what's her employment like. And then once you start getting a 360 view of who your target market is, you can better articulate how your business can meet their needs. Not sell them stuff, meet their needs. Um, and that's it. That's us wrapping up what I like to call as the Macca's theory for social media marketing. Um, if you'd like to hear more, stay in touch, be sure to subscribe, and we'll see you in the next episode of Small Business Bites. See ya.